When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, the Lions getting it done over our North Melbourne Tasmania Kangaroos at Icon Park yesterday. And one person that used to represent the Brisbane Lions, a premiership player, in fact, is the greatest female footballer our state has ever produced, Jess Wooshner, who joins us again on SEN Tassie Breakfast. G'day, Wooshner. Good morning, Brent. Tim, how are we? Good, We're going you. well, thanks. Going well. What did you make of the result yesterday to see your old mob get the job done? <laughs> Um, I can't say that I was necessarily going for them. I was probably <laughs> a neutral supporter at that point in time, but it was a ripper of a game. So, yeah, it was a good one to watch. Yeah, Jess, as someone who's been a part of the Lions program, what, what is it? what's the secret to their success, I guess? They're continually doing well and winning premierships. Yeah, oh, it's a multitude of things. Um, I know for a fact that they'd be the fittest team in the competition. Um, pre-season up there was, it was never like anything else. Um, they have a really good um, group that just enjoy each other's company and I think that that really helps them on the field as well. They spend a lot of time together. Um, they really get to know each other. So when they go out and play, um, they certainly all play for each other. Um, and you could see that in the last quarter, the way that they came out. Yeah, that fitness, is that down to... I know Craig Starsevich is now head coach, but I think he's got a background in fitness, doesn't he? Um, he does. He was, uh, I'm pretty sure, he was SNC at Brisbane for a couple of years um, after his playing career. But um, they've got a, a guy out there called Matt Green, who's been there since the inception, um, and he's been building the team over those years. And um, yeah, there's definitely no hiding when it comes to Matt. So um, yeah, he's been big for them. Let's look at North Melbourne for a sec, Woosh, because I feel like it's the one that's got away for them. They've been around the mark for so long. They were leading there at three-quarter time yesterday, and they've let it slip. How would they be feeling as they wake up this morning? Do you think? Yeah, that'd be pretty flat. I've been in that position a couple of times myself um, early in the competition and it's really, really difficult to swallow, especially that first loss. So, yeah, they'll be licking their wounds, but um, I have no doubt that they're going to be up there again next year. Uh, they've got some really good young players coming through and, and some really experienced players, so hopefully they can come back out bigger and better next year. Yeah, absolutely. And on, on Twitter or on X, Hamish, it is now. I don't know why he keeps calling it Twitter on there, Brent. But you've <laughs> called Mia King one of the most underrated midfielders in the league and tipped her as your BOG for yesterday's game. She's still only 22 years of age. So what heights do you think we could see her reaching as a player in the coming years? Yeah, she's only going to get better and better. And I've seen that in her over the last couple of years. Um, she's only, yeah, like you said, she's only 22. Um, she's an absolute ball winner. I think that in the next few years if she can tighten up perhaps her disposal efficiency it's not that far off the mark then she's going to be a premier midfielder um, I was pretty close with my adjustments of how much she was going to get I said 12 tackles and 22 disposals she had 19 disposals and 12 <laughs> tackles so um, yeah she's going to be one to watch
Now, on to you. How are you feeling? A few weeks now since you announced your retirement. Has it sunk in that you, you won't be playing again? Yeah, it has. I, um, every game that I've watched since then, I'm like, oh, I could get back out there and do it again. But um, <laughs> no, I'm certainly happy with the, de- the decision, um, waking up, not feeling sore and tired um, every day. Um, yeah, it's, it's been good. I feel a bit irrelevant, though. I don't feel like I need to be on, on radio anymore, but... Um, oh, no, be yeah, silly. It's been, <laughs> it's been a good change. Now, you've mentioned as well previously that you wanted to get into coaching. Is that still something you'd be looking at post-playing? Yeah, I, I was really lucky. Um, just a few days after my last game, I had quite a few um, people reach out and um, sort of a lot of offers on the table that I was quite shocked about um, in a coaching sense. And, um, yeah, I've taking one of those up and I'm going to stay in Melbourne for the next 12 months and, and see where that leads. Um, but yeah, coaching certainly something I want to knuckle down on and learn as much as possible. Have you noticed since you've retired and, and you've thought about coaching, I know this kind of happened with me, it may, may or may not have happened with you, but you watch the game slightly differently from when you're playing it to now how you think you might want to coach or what you, how you sort of study the patterns of the game? Yeah, I would agree. Um, obviously, it's only been a few weeks for me, but everything that I'm watching, I'm kind of like, oh, how would I like to implement that into a game plan, um, you know, in my coaching future or any any things that I've done, any training drills that I've done in the past, I'm like, oh, which one should I take out of that and, and bring into my, um, I guess, coaching career? So you do start to see things slightly differently already. Who, who's the coaching role with, Woosh? Um, it's at Essendon in the VFLW. So um, okay. I've really keen to stay with Essendon um, they've been huge for me and, and they wanted me to stay as well so um, yeah I had a few offers but I think to be able to stay with the club that I've, I've loved so much over the last two years was important for me Now we had Tasmanian AFL club chair Grant O'Brien and board member James Henderson tell us they'd both like to see the state's AFLW team debut in 2026-ish two years before the men, are you a fan of that idea to see the Tassie girls run out before the boys? Oh, that'd be the first time um, it had ever happened. It'd be pretty mm. history-making, wouldn't it? So, yeah, I mean, if, if the position is there and the players are there for that to be done, um, there's a multitude of Tassie talent in the AFLW at the moment. Not saying that there's are any people we're going to be targeting to bring down to our Tassie team, but um, I think that that'd be pretty awesome if we could do that. And 2026 gives you, what, a couple of years coaching experience <laughs> before before the phone rings. <laughs> Uh, maybe that that'd be a dream come true, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm just trying to learn the tracks and um, get as much knowledge under my belt as I can to hopefully, you know, get somewhere that high in my career in the future. But um, it's, it's a little while away. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, awesome to talk to you, Woosh. Congratulations again on an outstanding career. You've been an absolute star representing Tasmania on the big stage for such a long time. Uh, enjoy the downtime and good luck with the new coaching role. Thanks for talking to us on SEN Tassie Brecky. No worries. Thanks, Brent. Thanks, Tim. Have a good one. Thanks, Jess. There she goes, Jess Wooshner. A couple of texts in here. What happened to Gilston Bay proposed site? Well, I still think it's in the mix. That's uh, still well and truly in the mix, I think. So it was the other day uh, from what I read. Mm. What happened? To the ter- what would happen to the turf wickets at Kingston if the AFL goes there? Would need to build new, more new ovals somewhere else. Twin ovals yeah. was carved out of a much bigger hill than Rosney. So yeah, there's definitely a hill there at the and, Twin and ovals. Is, there is a lot of unused space.
people yeah. around the the ovals. But again, I, I just think the place you go to is the one that causes the least amount of movement for everything else, and that would be a huge yep. upheaval from the Kingborough Footy Clubs, cricket clubs, that that is unnecessary, in my opinion. Yep. Now, Tim, you can't see what's going on here this morning. You only see my beautiful head. I'm going to swing this around. Have a look at this. Look at this bloke this morning. Look where he's parked himself. <laughs> at the big desk, old Hammer. Hammer he's just upgraded himself to 1A from economy and thinks he's well, part he, of the big crew. But he hasn't given us much. If he's got a mind no, in front of him there. Yeah, he hasn't come no, on at he all. Hasn't, hasn't asked any questions. Been, I don't know what he does all show. He's doing tap, tap, tapping away on that keyboard over there. I've got no idea what he's doing. I reckon no idea. He's one of those, and I love this about him, he's one of those absolute sports nuffies. <laughs> I, re I reckon he's in like a fan <laughs> chat room talking about like what, what Collingwood's first 18 is going to look like next year and how are we going to fit them all into our midfield. and Big footy. That's what he is. No, he's on the Fandello platform. That's what he's on. Uh, he's always in the fan rooms in Fandello. So have a look at that, friend, if you haven't already. I will. I will. Hey, we're off to our final break of the morning. Coming back to wrap up the show next with our Toast of the Week here on SEN Tassie Breakfast.